0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Keep Watching Podcast, where we decide what to watch so you don't have to. Today, Sarah and I will be jumping right into our second half of our Harley Quinn recap. We'll be covering all of season two and getting you all caught up for the season three premiere. No check-ins today, we're just going to get right into it. All right, season two, are you ready?
1: I am ready.
0: All right, season two, (laughs) it's going to start out and we're going to see the president of the United States making an announcement.
1: Gotham is no longer part of the U.S.
0: Too much of a mess, and the president doesn't want to deal with it anymore. <laughs> yep. Which seems fair. Like I, I It seems like a lot of resources need to go into this specific city. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But Harley is having the time of her life. It is utter chaos, and she is enjoying it to the max.
0: Yeah. Because also, the Legion of Doom is no more, either.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's not just all the good stuff about Gotham. It's destroyed. It's like the bad guys had all their stuff destroyed too. But we're going to find out that there are surviving members of the Legion of Doom who are going to call themselves the Injustice League.
1: (laughs) But yeah, they're trying to divide up Gotham.
0: Yeah, so there's five of them. Uh, It's Bane, Two-Face, Penguin, Mr. Freeze, and Riddler are like the five bad guys that are calling themselves the Injustice League. And they're going to go ahead and, like, divide Gartham, Gotham into, like, five territories. And so each territory is, like, themed around, <laughs> like, whatever that villain's theme is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And they, like, half-heartedly try to get Harley to join because she had caused shenanigans with all of their henchmen, but she doesn't want to. And then Mr. Freeze freezes her.
0: Yeah, they don't even, like, put any effort into, like, tricking her. Like, I think, like, Riddler just like, of course you'll be getting the shitty parts of Gotham or something. Like, like they really, like, don't even pretend like they're giving her respect. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. really, yeah. And this whole dividing of Gartham, like, kind of reminded me of, like, a video game. Where oh like yeah. You have like the Mr. Freeze level and the Penguin level and the <laughs> Two-Face level. Yeah. I I yes. I like this like dystopian Gotham where <laughs> it's all divided up in s- s- segments.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: but when Harley refuses to join them, they're like, "Okay, then I guess you're our enemy." And then Mr. Freeze actually just ices our Harley. <laughs>
1: yep. Just <laughs> immediately. So
0: she's stuck in a block of ice, but the crew is going to rescue her.
1: Yes. And, like, she is put up as, like, a decoration in the penguin's, like, bar or whatever. And so in this process of rescuing her, she straight up murders the penguin. (laughs) Yeah. And finds out that she's been iced for, like, two months. And she's like, "Mm -mm, none of this. I'm taking the rest of them down. And that's, like... Her goal for this season is to kill the rest of the Injustice League.
0: Yeah, she has like a board with like the Injustice League on it. And she she actually has it as six people. Like she includes the Joker. And then she has like an X through the Joker and the Penguin. Like they're dead. <laughs> yep. I don't think Scarecrow was good enough to be on the list. No, no. She might not even know that Scarecrow is dead. Actually.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah.
0: But there's also a nice moment at the end of this where she finds out like you said that she's actually been in ice for two months but their crew is like but don't but we've been trying to break you out like this whole time and they like they're like we realized that without you like we have no direction or whatever and i thought this was like a nice moment and another like good way of like okay like yeah harley's not a great guy but like these other villains actually really respect her and once they gave her a chance is yeah the idea
1: And it's also a nice contrast to where the Joker left her in Arkham for a year and didn't bother trying. Like, yeah, it took these guys a while, but they were trying. Like, they cared about her.
0: Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So I I, I really like that moment at the end. All right. Level one of this video (laughs) game we're about to play in season two
1: is Riddler U. Riddler
0: University. yeah so the, there's like these ads on tv and riddler university like the, the city is so messed up
1: yeah like there's not power there's not clean water and so that's the entire reason why they target riddler university first because they do have power in running water and so harley's like we're just gonna take it from them
0: i don't know would were they, were they just planning to like take over the territory or were they were like how do they have running water like i don't know it seemed like they just wanted to find out what the hell was going on
1: <laughs> yeah yeah definitely
0: this is this is a little weird okay so they this is like i I, now i like this because again i like like cool stupid like high school related content so Uh but or i guess this is college but same idea harley and ivy are gonna like dress up as college students (laughs) and go and like infiltrate riddler university and also clayface is going to like pretend to be a college like female student
1: he gets super into character.
0: Yeah, he gets super into character. He's like he's just as bad like overacting as before, but for some reason he gets Clayface is able to get like a bunch of the students to, like really like him and yes. he gets like a boyfriend and he gets really deep. <laughs> into,
1: well, well that's into the thing like cover. they're hanging out but are they really like she's she's not ready to take it to that next level to make uh Chad or whoever her boyfriend like. <laughs> Clayface's agonies agonizing over this the entire
0: the yeah.
1: entire episode.
0: Yeah, I love this is a great <laughs> He's episode. He's
1: lost the plot on on you know what they're actually there for. He's yeah. living that college life.
0: Yeah, but uh in order to like dress up as college students, Harley and Ivy are gonna wear makeup, correct? And so like Harvey uh, Harley usually has like this bleach skin color, but she's gonna yes. wear makeup so that she has like an like a
1: She doesn't stand out so much. She has a more common skin tone, yes.
0: Yeah. But then Ivy is also going to, like, change her skin color. (laughs) And I don't know if they, like, at some point, Harley's makeup gets, like, exposed Mm -hmm. and somebody figures out who she is. But I don't think we ever have that with Ivy. (laughs) Like, I.
1: You know what? It's
0: weird how Ivy, like, is able to look like she's not a green person (laughs) this whole time.
1: You're, like, I, it did not register in my brain. Like, really? She's not green. Like she like, wasn't you're green. This now and I'm like, oh my god, you're right. She wasn't green. Yeah. I missed this entirely.
0: Yeah, but I I guess she was wearing makeup, <laughs> or Ivy maybe has the power to change her skin color. I don't know what was oh, going maybe. on here. I have no idea what was going on with Ivy in this this episode.
1: You've just blown my mind. I can't get over this. I have to rewatch this episode. Now.
0: <laughs> okay, but they're gonna find out that. uh Commissioner Gordon's daughter, Barbara, is also attending Riddler University.
1: And Commissioner Gordon is staying in her dorm room. It's super awkward.
0: Yeah, we haven't talked about Commissioner Gordon much in the show. He he's a essentially like from the very beginning is just going through this like terrible time in his life where his wife I does he get divorced or his marriage is just like in a terrible state.
1: His marriage is in a terrible state, and at some point in either i think the beginning of this like maybe i think it's in the first episode like two-face takes over the police department and he goes home and he's like it's fine this will be the police department i can still do this and she's just like ah i want a divorce but like the whole first season like they're clearly struggling and he just wants a friend and anytime there's a scene with him and batman he's like i just want to talk about this this thing with my wife and batman's like is this an emergency like what about gotham like we're not friends we're workmates and it's kind of sad
0: Yeah, yeah. Commissioner Gordon's, like, kind of pathetic for most of this. Yeah. But he does have a redeeming thing later, in my opinion, which I really liked. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) But for now, he's living in his daughter's dorm room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, they Commissioner Gordon's daughter, like, figures out that it's Harley and Ivy, I believe. And she's, like, actually, like, pretty cool with them. Like, she knows they're bad guys, but she's, like, not really worried about them doing anything to her. They have, like, an understanding with each other. Mm -hmm.
1: And, like, she expresses that she's been trying to figure out what's going on in this university because, like, people have just gone missing. And so the fact that they're there to figure out what's going on, she wants to team up.
0: Yeah. And Barbara's, like, a big fan of Batman.
1: Oh, yeah. So many Batman posters. I'm
0: sure DC people know already, but eventually she's going to become Batgirl in this series. Yes so yeah they they do some snooping around, and they figure out that the reason that Riddler has electricity and running water and stuff is because he's like getting some of the students to like run on these giant hamster wheels to like turn the turbines to like make electricity basically
1: What's great about this is that like the, the, he keeps capturing students and making them run in these wheels at some point he captures Clayface and has Clayface run in this wheel, and at no point does clayface break character and decide. All oh, right, I'm clay. I could just change my size and slip out of this thing. And <laughs> clayface is so stuck in this character that he's just <laughs> running and running and like, mm, this is my life now, I guess.
0: Yeah, I actually, <laughs> this wasn't the case, but when I got to this episode, I thought I remembered something where like clayface was gonna be this like college student in the in the plan, but then when they get there, they run into like a girl who looks exactly like. Clayface. i thought there was gonna be a whole thing where like they thought this girl that was actually a real person was clay face or something i don't know why. i don't know why i thought that or where, where i saw that but that
1: would have been interesting so
0: i was actually watching this whole episode thinking like oh that's not actually clay face <laughs> which was a really dumb way to watch the episode but it is actually clay face the whole time <laughs> yeah so they they get caught by riddler and they're forced to go on the hamster wheels but uh Barbara's going to come in and save the day. Yeah. And she remains cool with Harley and Ivy. She doesn't uh she doesn't try to like arrest them or anything or do anything mm-hmm. with them.
1: And then like instead of murdering the Riddler, Harley basically kidnaps him and makes him run in a hamster wheel in her lair so that way they have electricity.
0: Yeah, so now the mall has electricity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next level.
1: Mr. Freeze. Mr.
0: Freeze. Now this actually it looks like it's going to be a Mr. Freeze episode, but we actually don't get the Mr. Freeze episode right away.
1: We get a side mission.
0: Basically, Mr. Freeze's zone is like a giant snow globe.
1: It's like a giant wall of ice around the whole thing.
0: And they're trying to, like, blow it up, but the ice is just, like, too strong and they can't get in. And then some, like, stupid, like... <laughs> stupid Mr. goons, <laughs> goons <laughs> help out. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Freeze goons that are, like, up in, like, a tower outside of the... The premises are like, haha, you'll never get in. And then one's like, unless you have Firefly's flamethrower, that would be strong enough. And he's like, hey, you idiot, why would you tell them about that?
1: He's like, well, they don't know where it is. Well, yeah, why would they know it's over in the Natural History Museum where Dr. Trapp put it? <laughs>
0: yeah, so they basically just accidentally tell like, Harley exactly how to get into Mr. Freeze's area.
1: It is really convenient. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, there's going to be this villain called Trap Man, who I believe believe is a real villain, right?
1: Oh, I thought it was Dr. Trap. Oh,
0: Dr. Trap? Dr. Trap. <laughs> is it? I'm going to Google it right <laughs> now. Dr. Trap.
1: This one sounds really lame. I don't know that You're right, is. You're
0: right. It is Dr. Trap. Yeah. I want to say this guy actually probably was in, like, Arkham City or one of the video games as, like, a side quest kind of okay. thing.
1: But he just likes to trap things. Huzzah! Well, yeah, yeah,
0: he likes to make traps. And basically, he... The idea is, like, this guy, the Trap Man, like, after the city got destroyed, he, like, quickly, like, ran around and stole, like, all, every important artifact in the city and put them all in this museum.
1: <laughs> A lot of it is, like, villain stuff, too, like.
0: Yeah, like, fireflies, Flamethrower, which they're going to need, and, um, I can't think of any other ones.
1: Some other stuff. It Yeah. Not really important, but he just likes to build a lot of traps around them.
0: Yeah, cool objects that people might want either because they're valuable or they do something cool. Yeah, so he has his museum, and all the different objects that he has are are gonna be (laughs) have traps built all around them. So they try to go there, and then they realize quickly that like they're in over their heads. Like these traps are too good. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we need to call in for backup. And then Ivy's like, I might know somebody. And who they're going to bring in is Catwoman, Catwoman. finally. <laughs> we finally get Catwoman. And Catwoman's character is funny. She's like...
1: She's too cool. She's just like the most cool person that ever existed. And it breaks Ivy somehow. Like, she doesn't really like her, but she wants her to like her. And she wants to be like her. And she just doubts everything about herself whenever Catwoman starts talking. She's like, loses her shit around Catwoman. <laughs>
0: She's, like, the stereotypical, like, cool high school girl that, like, all the other girls want to be like, even though, like, they don't actually like her.
1: She's Regina George.
0: Exactly. Regina George from Mean Girls is the exact comparison I was thinking of, yeah. So this is, like, this is also, like, the first time where we get, like, Ivy has, like, a weakness.
1: Yes, her weakness is Catwoman.
0: <laughs> she can't be herself run Catwoman because she just is overwhelmed by the coolness. Mm-hmm.
1: And and Catwoman also, like, embodies that, like, solo life, not needing anybody that, like, used to be the core of Ivy, but now suddenly, you know, she spends all of her time with uh, Harley, and, and she's dating Kite Man, and she's like, oh, am I giving all that up? And, like, she, full existential crisis through this whole episode just because Catwoman showed up.
0: Yeah. It's, it's convenient timing for what's going to happen later in this episode that <laughs> even though Ivy's life is going pretty good right now. Since Catwoman is showing up, she's, like, starting to second-guess herself because she just thinks Catwoman's so cool.
1: And, like, right before this, like, Kite Man had been flying her and Harley around, and they have been, like, real coupley to the point where Harley's just, like, ugh, gross. Um, And so Harley tries to talk to Ivy and be like, you can do better than this guy. But she doesn't hear any of it. Like, she's like, no, that's, shut up, this is fine. But it's not until, like, Catwoman's around when she's like, oh, no, maybe... Maybe maybe this is wrong. Maybe I shouldn't be with him.
0: Yeah, Harley is not a fan of Kite Man. <laughs> but then, Kite Man is going to let Harley in on this plan that he has to, like, steal this leap-shaped jewelry that's also being guarded by tra- <laughs> Dr. Trap. Yes, it's a
1: fancy ring that he thinks would be perfect to propose to Ivy with.
0: Yeah. And basically he lets Harley know that he's planning to propose. And through whatever shenanigans, they get kind of like split up where Ivy is with Catwoman and Harley's with Kite Man. So Harley actually gets to spend real time with Kite Man and kind of talk to him and gets to like realize how much Kite Man actually does love Ivy. And slowly over the course of this episode, Harley is able to appreciate Kite Man, which I liked a lot.
1: Yeah, she comes around and kind of somewhat approves of him and yeah it's it's way better yeah but in the end catwoman kind of screws them over and steals this ring and leaves them to die but they get out and it's fine and now ivy and kite man are engaged
0: no they do a weird thing where she says no but then harley talks to her and then she like goes back isn't that what happened? he
1: also proposed to her back before she drank the stuff and became a giant to fight those trees and then she said no
0: I thought he said no here, too, but then she has to, like, go back to the apartment later. She goes
1: to his apartment, and then he proposes a third time, and she's like, yes, okay, I'm ready now.
0: Yeah, and I think Harley did some talking to Ivy to, like, convince her that, like, she doesn't need to be, like, Catwoman. Catwoman isn't all that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then there's a part of the side plot in this. I just have a a note that um, Riddler actually does escape the um, (laughs) hamster wheel.
1: Dr. Psycho is keeping track of him and, like, doing a shit job of it. He doesn't, he doesn't care.
0: Yeah, Dr. Psycho is kind of, like, I guess, like, supposed to be the, or the, the he's, he's the guy that, like, de facto takes over whenever Harley isn't there. Yeah. Because I, I think he's the only other person on the crew that actually has ambition to do evil things.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: Like, Ivy, Clayface, and King Shark would never do anything evil if it was just them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would just be chilling. Mm-hmm.
1: But Riddler has like enjoyed being in this hamster wheel so much that he puts himself back in it and he's like strangely buff now. It's kind of unsettling.
0: Yeah, so the... <laughs> yeah Gotham is like so terrible that Riddler like realizes he's like, ah, if I stay here, you guys will like feed me and I'll just get super in shape if I just keep running on this wheel. <laughs> so that's just like a it's a setup for later, but basically the Riddler is going to get like super jacked throughout this season uh, he's not even in the episodes but he's just like he has been running on this hamster wheel this whole time
1: the whole time
0: even his upper body strength is gonna get huge for some reason even though he's just yeah running. that
1: doesn't make any it sense doesn't make any us. sense
0: if you ran so much you would just be like a really trim guy but he gets like buff Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. so now we really get to mr freeze and harley like uses this flamethrower to melt a vagina tunnel through The ice wall, which is great because her rationale is people are always drawing dicks on stuff. Might as well be a vagina this time. I mean, you can't argue with that.
0: But this episode is going to have a bit of a theme to it, and it's going to be all about love.
1: And how Harley doesn't believe in it.
0: Yeah, Harley is so out on love now. She's like, Joker's dead. He was awful. Love is the worst.
1: Because they're all talking about who they're going to take to Ivy and Kite Man's wedding. And she's like, I'm going solo.
0: Yeah. And it's good timing again because Mr. Freeze's whole backstory is about love. So Har- Harley's going to get to see the relationship that Mr. Freeze has with his wife.
1: His frozen, frozen wife.
0: <laughs> yes. And maybe maybe her perfe- perspective might get a little changed here.
1: She'll learn a little lesson. <laughs> yeah.
0: They're going to like bust in, but then Mr. Freeze is just going to like easily just like <laughs> freeze them again <laughs> easily. Yeah, just yeah. like,
1: oh, hi, you're frozen.
0: Yeah. And he's like in the process, like his whole backstory is that his his wife has this strange blood disease, and he's been working on a way to cure her
1: and he froze her so she you know won't die before he finds a cure, and also he's frozen for reasons that I don't entirely know, but like he has he also has to keep cold, but whatever,
0: yeah. He decides that he's ready to start using, like, human subjects for testing. And he's like, oh, Harley's the perfect subject because <laughs> she's yeah. also a human woman and not a, cl- not a clay face <laughs> or a shark.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: So he's going to do this testing Harley. But then Harley convinces him that Ivy should be able to help him get a cure because she's, like, a...
1: Super smart, like, biochemist. A
0: biochemist, Yeah. Ivy is actually also a doctor. A lot of these villains are doctors.
1: But so, yeah, she bargains um, to save her life by saying she'll call Ivy. But, like, she has no actual plans of calling Ivy.
0: Because Ivy's actually busy right now.
1: (laughs) Yes. She is off at a wedding venue that uh, Kite Man is obsessed with. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's some corn factory or something. Yeah.
0: And we're going to find out in this episode now. There's no way this is a real character.
1: It can't be. That's why I didn't think Kite Man was a real character.
0: But Kite Man's nemesis is Condiment Man. Or is it the Condiment King? What, which one oh, is
1: it? I think Condiment King, yeah. All right,
0: I'll look it up Condiment King. Right it now.
1: can't be real. Like Batman writers. What have you Oh, done? this looks real
0: to me. <laughs>
1: no, I don't believe it. Someone uh, on the internet tell us that this <laughs> isn't true because I don't want it to be true.
0: Uh, DC Comic Villain who makes use of various condiments, sometimes capable of causing anaphylactic shock. He is generally used as comic relief within the series.
1: If you ever get to a point in your (laughs) epic tales where you must make a villain called Condiment King, (laughs) it's time to end the show. Like, just stop. No more comics. You've reached the end. Good night. Uh... Put it to bed.
0: Well, I love Condiment King in this show.
1: (laughs) He literally, he's
0: just just like an asshole to Kite Man.
1: He literally, like, squirts him with mustard to try and, like, ruin his chances of because they're competing for the venue for the same day because he's also engaged. Oh, my god. (laughs) Oh.
0: But it it makes you appreciate Kite Man more because there's this guy called Condiment King. Does it?
1: Or is it like, Kite Man spends all of his time hating this guy? Like, what? This is how he spends his time?
0: It's a nemesis.
1: <laughs> I think in the same way that you can tell a lot about a person by the friends they have, you can tell a lot about a person by the nemesis they have. And what I've learned about Kite Man is, no,
0: you're too lame. No, this is not okay. <laughs> well, they're just two dudes that don't have superpowers that have weird themes, and they're nemesis. That's great.
1: Okay, but one of them likes to fly around, and one of them shoots mustard at people. (laughs) What?
0: Oh, He shoots mustard and other condiments at people, and makes super hilarious puns about
1: condiments. Oh, no, you've made it worse. I do not want this.
0: (laughs) Oh, wait, did I write down some of these? I don't think I did. Dang, I wanted to write down, like, all the condiment king puns.
1: (laughs) You know, honestly, I think my brain blocked them out because I just couldn't.
0: <laughs> There's, like, a whole thing where he's just literally trying to trigger right, man because th- this whole thing is that <laughs> Condiment King is also getting married.
1: Mm-hmm. And they're competing and, for and the they're competing for the, for one the day that it's available.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so Condiment King is, like... Just trying to, like, absolutely trigger Kite Man. And he just, like... And
1: it's working.
0: (laughs) He spits off... I can't believe you don't remember this. He, like, spits off, like, five or six, like, just condiment-related puns. (laughs) Like, as, like, they're leaving.
1: (laughs) Yeah, my brain has a a self-defense mechanism where it just, like, filters out terrible puns sometimes. So I think that's (laughs) what happened.
0: What's better, Condiment King or Condiment Man?
1: (laughs) Oh, I don't... Condiment Man feels worse. Like, that feels worse to say. I don't know why, but it's bad.
0: In my notes, I wrote Condiment Man, but then later, I think I realized that it was Condiment King. (laughs) Ah, yeah, this is gold, right here. (laughs) I love Condiment King versus Condiment. I mean, versus Kite Man.
1: So, uh, they make a spinoff? You watching it?
0: (laughs) Well, I. Uh, we'll talk about what we think season three is going to be.
1: It better not be Kite Man versus Condiment King.
0: Okay. So Ivy's busy with all this nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> with the rivalry of Kite Man versus Condiment King.
1: But so Harley's big plan is to hold Mr. Freeze's wife hostage and, and get him to let them go, pretty much. And she's also decided that his wife is being held held captive as well, like like she's been frozen against her will. she's getting a little triggered from her previous time as a frozen woman, so she unfreezes her, and then it's just like, oh, well, she's about to die, great, good job, harley.
0: yeah, she's now that makes another big mistake, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, so then she actually has to call Ivy in because like this unfrozen woman is gonna die soon. I don't know why Mr. Freeze can't just freeze her again, but whatever, yeah, I
0: was wondering that too, actually, <laughs> but yada, yada, Ivy is gonna find a cure. But the cure requires, like, a blood transfusion that will kill the person that does the blood transfusion.
1: Yes, it needs all their blood.
0: But then Mr. Freeze decides, thankfully, that uh, it should be him that does the blood transfusion. So he does it, and he dies, but Harley gets to see this beautiful moment of love and what you're going to do when you love somebody.
1: She grows a little bit.
0: And there's a line that I liked here because <laughs> the whole crew is like watching this, like uh, Mr. Free Sacrifice himself. Dr. Psycho is like, I'm feeling feelings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can relate to that sometimes when it feels that way.
0: <laughs> I love saying like, like, oh, I, I watched that and I was feeling feelings. Like as a way of just like bypassing getting into like the exact emotions that I was feeling, but wanting to just like <laughs> acknowledge that I did have feelings. <laughs> So Harley, at the end of this episode, Harley's thinks love is possible again. She's back in. Yep. And then next episode, this is when we get the nerd on the couch.
1: <laughs> yes, complaining about like woke culture and like feminism and fighting the patriarchy and how it's terrible.
0: Yeah. I, I'm guessing I'm guessing there was a lot of like hate. Comments online about this show like after season one. So they like <laughs> specifically chose to just like make this cold open for one of the episodes to just like absolutely like shit on all this like <laughs> critics, essentially.
1: And because like the one of the nerd complaints is just like, How are you gonna make a Batman show that doesn't really have Batman in it? Yeah. And the other guy's like, but you watched all of Gotham, and he's like, That's different. So the they read the description for this episode, and it's like in this episode. Harley and her best friend Ivy are not in it. It's all about Batman. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. It's all about Batman.
0: Yeah. The line that I wrote down that this guy said, this nerd said, he's like, this is just another heavy-handed female empowerment story where the true villain is is the patriarchy. So basic. <gasps> that's like probably literally a critique that somebody like wrote yeah, somewhere they, online, they
1: copied and pasted a comment yeah. on the internet. Yes, yeah. yes. But basically, Batman's been in a coma. And he wants to get back to Batmaning because Gotham City is garbage. But um, Alfred won't let him because his body is garbage right now and he can't Batman.
0: Yeah. I don't know how deep into this episode you want to go, but.
1: Oh, that was pretty much.
0: That, yeah. That's the, that's what you want to do.
1: <laughs> I got one more thing after that.
0: <laughs> it's not important to the story other than now that Mr. Freeze is dead, only Two Face and Bane remain in the Inju- Injustice League. Yeah. And they, like, decide to team up because there's, like, rumors that Batman is back. But it's mm-hmm. partially because Barbara Gordon is being Is running girl. around
1: as Batgirl, yeah.
0: Yeah. And Batman is a little, like... I wouldn't say Batman is, like, upset that, like, a woman is portraying her. He's just upset in general that somebody is, like, using his symbol.
1: I think specifically his, his beef is also, like, it's this young girl who's gonna get herself killed out here. And that's going to be a problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Batman had a legitimate worry here. It wasn't like yeah, he's anything. he's
1: not being a jerk about it, but he is also not being aware of his limitations
0: at the moment. Yeah, so he gets his tech guy. I didn't I didn't write the tech guy. His name on. I forget his yeah, name.
1: Yeah, yeah, that guy from the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But he built him like this super heavy duty suit. Almost like, like an Iron Man kind of suit. So yeah. that even though he's not fully recovered from his injuries, he can like still be Batman. But he gets into a fight with Bane and Bane just like absolutely like cripples him. Like his legs get destroyed.
1: There is a part though where he has a dumb teeny missile where his dick is that like pops out and shoots. And I'm just like, this is okay. Okay, Oh Well, that, it was a
0: joke because yeah. Commissioner, Gor- or, yeah, Commissioner Gordon...
1: Had asked for one earlier.
0: <laughs> yeah, he went to... Uh, Bruce Wayne, because he doesn't know Bruce Wayne is Batman in this, mm-hmm. and asked him to like fund him like reestablishing the police in Gotham, and he and then he also asked for like a missile that shot out of his crotch for no some reason,
1: and and Batman was like, "That's dumb," and then later did it dick anyway. Missile. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So Batman, even though he's able to fight, he's gonna get like really messed up by Bane to the point that Batgirl and. <laughs>
1: Alfred.
0: And Alfred has also been, it turns out, uh, doing a little hero work himself, but he's dressed up as the macaroni, is this character. He's
1: like an old-timey, fancy Englishman with a huge powdered ink that, like, has hands and missiles that come out of it. It's over the top and ridiculous.
0: This episode was, like, a little just, like, out of left field for the show, but I actually thought it was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, but we're done with that episode. Yes. All right, this next episode, this is the episode that I think...
1: This is the one you don't like? Yeah,
0: this is the one I actually don't like.
1: Okay.
0: I would say I don't. I, I hate it, but it's the worst episode in the in the series so far, Great. I think. Interesting.
1: I liked it. I don't have a whole lot to say about it, but I enjoyed there it. There weren't
0: a lot of jokes in it. It's a little too... That's true. Um, it's all serious like backstory drama stuff with like a little bit with Ivy and Harley in the beginning and the end, but... I wanted to get back to the <laughs> to the the main story. I didn't I feel like yeah, I didn't need fair. this backstory to understand the characters, but I guess it was a little interesting. Uh so basically they're Ivy and Harley are going to be in a bar.
1: And the bartender is the Joker, but like normalized, like he's a normal person.
0: Yeah, he's just like a normal nice guy now. And then it triggers this like Harley and Ivy to start talking. I don't know. That. I, for some reason, they get into talking about their backstory. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't um, know why they do this. But
1: Ivy was like, "People don't ever change." So, like, because I think Carly, like, I don't know, she felt weird about him being the normal Joker, and she's like, "Maybe he's better now." I don't know. And she's just like, "No, people never change. It's still the Joker." And so this flashback is back to when she first met Ivy and the Joker when she was a psychiatrist in Arkham. And uh, the whole point of the story is she's like, you changed, you know, you didn't want to have any friends. And then I came around and fixed you or
0: whatever. Yeah, I didn't write down a lot of notes from this, but how much do you want to get into this episode?
1: I mean, I'm kind of satisfied with that. It's, you know, dramatic times in, in Arkham and and before she became Harley Quinn. It's fine, but it doesn't really like matter to the overarching summary of things.
0: In terms of plot for this episode, it basically just establishes that uh, Joker is, like, a normal guy now. He has a girlfriend, and his girlfriend has, like, two kids, and they, like, live together in a house.
1: Yeah. Like, they bring Dr. Psycho in to read his mind to make sure he's not lying, and he doesn't remember anything
0: about being the Joker. And so, yeah, basically Joker has lost his memory for now.
1: Not ominous at all. Yeah.
0: Uh, And then at the very end of this episode, Harley and Ivy are actually going to get arrested by two-face
1: two-face yes
0: two-face has decided to like take over (laughs) the police department (laughs) i guess and then the theme into the next episode is like it's still like the harley theme but it's like cross spliced with like the law and order theme song (laughs) (laughs) yeah because then we're going to open up and like harley and ivy are going to be on trial for the murder of the penguin and like the other members of the injustice league that they killed
1: And Bane is the judge. Bane is the
0: judge, yeah, another classic (laughs) classic Bane role. And their attorney
1: is Man Bat. Like, it's just a (laughs) giant bat that, like, cannot speak English. (laughs) Like, yeah.
0: (laughs) And then Two-Face can be the prosecutor.
1: Yeah, so it doesn't go well for them. They get sentenced to life in prison.
0: (laughs) It's just a silly, like, scene, because, like, they just confess that they did it, because, like, everybody knows they did it. (laughs) yeah uh and then they get sentenced to prison which is going to be the pit
1: yeah the big hole in the ground that um from that batman movie that bane was in yeah
0: yeah is it is it the same one i i was wondering i think so i guess or at least it's
1: supposed to be just like it
0: yeah but when they get sent to this pit it's just a giant hole in the desert like massive hole in the desert
1: and bane is the warden of the prison as well (laughs) He's like actually trying to reform the prisoners. Yeah. So they have all these like arts and crafts and like meditation classes and stuff.
0: Bane is actually doing is actually doing a really good job running his prison. Yeah. It's actually really impressive. Uh, but then we cut away from that, and Barbara is going to reveal her identity to her dad
1: because he's an alcoholic. I think is really the driving force here. She's like, get your shit together.
0: And Gordon's reaction to this immediately is very supportive which made me happy to see
1: Mm, yeah
0: they finally did commissioner gordon a solid here the writers i feel like like he's just kind of like a worthless person (laughs) essentially they at least made him feel like a good parent
1: and he gets to be a good cop again by the end of this like he takes back the police station and arrests two-face like yeah he, he accomplishes something
0: His daughter inspires him to clean up his act, stop drinking, and get his shit together.
1: And he does it pretty well.
0: He's going to get his power back a little bit in the police department and start turning Gotham around in the right direction a little bit.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So Harley and Ivy are trying to escape this pit, and they come up with a big elaborate plan to escape on George Lopez's helicopter because he comes to do a uh comedy session at their yeah. talent show or whatever because sure why not.
0: Yeah, this is the type of shenanigans of this show we'll get into.
1: <laughs> but uh so their main plan doesn't work, but basically they sort of cause a riot and then the rioters build a big pile of garbage that they can sort of use to climb up out of the pit a bit. But for the last bit of it, Ivy has to she she manages to find some plant life and and get a bit of a, a vine to pull them out. And so she's on the vine. And then Harley's holding on to her, but then Bane is holding on to Harley. And so there's a moment where Harley realizes that, you know, she's got to let go. So that way Ivy can go and be free and she'll just be in the pit and it'll be fine. And so like actual growth and selflessness, it's great.
0: Yes. So she, she lets go and she's like falling with Bane into the, it's like a giant, a giant like pile of fires at the bottom now because like everybody's been rioting. So they're gonna fall on this thing of fire. It's almost like bungee jumping, where like Ivy gets like pulled up to the top with her vine or whatever. But
1: then mm-hmm. as soon as she
0: gets to the top, she instantly bungee jumps back down. Uh I don't know if physics makes sense here because she's she's she's, <laughs> she's able to catch up to Harley again. Uh yeah. and she basically bungees down, grabs Harley, and is able to pull her out of the out of the pit.
1: And they both escape. And then they kiss. It's so good.
0: <laughs> yeah. This was like hella spicy and made me feel this made me feel feeling, Sarah. Oh, for sure.
1: <laughs> you're not going to elaborate on that now. because This is your new line, huh? Made you feel feeling.
0: <laughs> In this part, it was just like, oh, shit, like love triangle. Let's go. I was just excited.
1: Did you see this coming?
0: I was trying to remember that. Um, I don't know. Probably not. Right.
1: I think I did. But also, I guess I'm kind of always hoping ladies are going to kiss.
0: It makes more sense with like okay why does ivy like harley in the beginning like i i don't think harley's particularly likable and ivy seems like a reasonable person so i don't really understand why ivy likes her but if there's some level of like attraction outside of just like being good friends with each other then i it it would like it does justify it a little bit did you not feel feelings when this happened
1: oh yeah i felt feelings was great (laughs)
0: points of note though in this episode uh i think gordon actually goes on to capture two-face like single-handedly
1: he takes back the police station yep
0: and um i guess bane dies as well in this because he fell into the the flames
1: he's in the promotional materials for season three so i don't think he's dead
0: oh okay the idea after this episode is like okay this big moment happened where they kissed But also the kind of story arc of them like trying to eliminate all the Injustice League members is kind of over now because Two-Face and Bane were the last ones and they kind of get taken out in a way in this episode as well. So the kiss is going to take us into a whole new storyline for the show, in my opinion. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So yeah, this is when the show gets really good, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, like yeah really definitely the, the back half of the second season is just like, ooh, so good.
0: I really liked the video game style kind of separation of all the villains in the city that they set up in season two. So that that I really liked. And then mm-hmm. they go into this. And so we're going to have a bit of a love triangle thing with <laughs> Harley and Ivy and Kite Man. Yes. And uh, you, you got to feel, feel something for Kite Man in this whole situation, right? Um, or you just have you, you just have no respect for kite man? Yeah, <laughs> really? Disdain?
1: I think disdain is what I <laughs> kite man's fine. Okay, it's not that bad. Kite man is fine, but like he's a good guy. He's dumb.
0: I think you're being harsh.
1: Kite man's dumb.
0: <laughs> he's not. I mean, he's not that dumb. He just talks like <laughs> he talks in a way that you don't like.
1: Well, not just that, but like he like. His arch nemesis is Condiment King. Like, what is
0: happening? You're burying this guy. He's fine. (laughs) Him and uh, Ivy, I thought they were good together.
1: I mean, I guess.
0: Sure.
1: (laughs) But he's standing in the way of a much better relationship. I'd much rather have her with Harley.
0: I don't know. I, I, I think, like, Harley and Ivy, like, Ivy is going to have more love for Harley but whether or not it's a better relationship, I I think is still a <laughs> we'll see kind of thing. Kite Man doesn't put Ivy into, like, these terrible situations over and over again.
1: Yes, but he also, like, marrying him results in a life that is not what she wants.
0: I don't blame her for doing what she wants. I'm just saying, why are you burying Kite Man in this situation where all he does is love Ivy?
1: I feel like he should know her better. To know, like, he should realize that, like... I don't know. Something is happening. You're I just, ruthless. I just feel like he doesn't have a lot of self-awareness. Yes, I am very mean when it comes to Kite Man.
0: Jesus. <laughs>
1: Maybe if he had a better nemesis, I'd be nicer to him. What well, does don't know. that matter? I don't know. But that's... Condiment King is the worst character to ever exist. It's Kite, with Man's Kite fault. <laughs> it's totally his fault.
0: Okay. Let's move on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, with the Injustice League taken care of, the president tells gordon that gotham can be part of the u.s again as long as he takes out harley
0: i guess she's reached this point of infamacy that she's like as big a deal as like these other villains now Mm -hmm. even though like harley hasn't done anything that bad (laughs) in a while if
1: anything she's just helped gotham by taking out these villains
0: yeah it doesn't actually make any sense at all (laughs) but according to the president harley is the last big villain left in gotham and this so this is when it gets good, though. Harley and Ivy are, like, a little bit awkward about the kiss that they had <laughs> with each other.
1: truly, yes, yeah. And
0: like, they, like, talk about it, and they're, like, they both agree, oh, no big deal, whatever. But you can tell Harley
1: is burying her feelings. Yeah, she's here. definitely
0: burying her feelings. She went from thinking love is stupid to being in love very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and I would say she's a little bit in denial. Like, she isn't full aware of her feelings yet either.
1: Mm-hmm. But I think, like, going into this conversation, talking about the kiss, like, I think she wanted it to go a different way. Like, she didn't want her to say, like, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. We should just ignore it and move on. Like, she's disappointed in that result.
0: It's super emotionally complicated because she doesn't want to get in the way of Ivy and Kite Man and their happiness together. Because as far as she knows, Ivy is still happy with Kite Man. Yeah. And I think even to the audience, in my opinion, maybe not you, but... They seem happy together. Eventually, we'll, we'll get more uncertainty from Ivy. But right now, it, I don't see an issue with Ivy and Kite Man as a couple.
1: Yeah, yeah. What we've been presented with so far, other than his terrible choice of nemesis, like everything's
0: everything. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs>
1: she tries to, like, bury herself in work and, like, just keep busy so she doesn't have to think about things, basically.
0: And also, Ivy, she's struggling with whether or not she's going to tell Kite Man. That she kissed Harley. Yeah, Yeah, and then, like you said, Harley's going to try to, like, distract herself with doing bad guy stuff (laughs) to be like, I'm crazy! Batgirl comes
1: to warn her. Oh, yeah, she's like, I'm crazy. I just kiss random people, whatever. Yeah, yeah, she kisses literally everyone in the crew, I think, over the course of this episode.
0: (laughs) Just to, like, convince herself that it was just a, like, nothing, meaningless spontaneity.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, Batgirl comes over, warns her that her dad's coming with a you know, to take care of her. So she keeps herself busy and goes to another dimension to yeah. get a army of parademons, you know, like you do during any difficult relationship.
0: Yeah, she wasn't doing anything actually that evil, <laughs> but now that uh, now that she's like the last villain left in Garth- Gotham and she's going through this stuff, she's going to do like the most evil shit. <laughs> she's going to get wrapped up in like as evil shit as you can possibly be doing. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, a, a lot of this is Dr. Psycho being like, oh, I know where you can get an army. Let's go here. Like, he's pushing yeah. an evil agenda.
0: Yeah, they they so they're going to go to the Apocalypse Dimension, I think is what it's called. Something like yes. that. And that's where Darkseid, which is this, like, celestial god of some sort. I don't, I actually am not familiar with Dark Side very much.
1: Yeah, it's, it's deep in the dc nonsense but
0: he has like so much power that he is like he can just like take over a planet probably whenever he wants i think is the idea Mm
1: -hmm. yeah um so basically like she has to beat the current person who has the staff of parademons or whatever and it's like a really buff grandma which is fun but she gets knocked out and then like dr psycho just puppets her to beat this woman which is pretty good yeah so yeah she gets her army of parademons and and leaves to go fight um commissioner gordon and his army of normal people because batgirl went back to him and warned him to he she was trying to tell him to not go after harley because harley has an army but he took that to be like oh now i also need an army
0: yeah <laughs> the ivy part of this episode which i also i liked it's just uh ivy has to, is gonna go meet kite man's parents <laughs>
1: Yes. And it turns out that they actually have powers and they're super disappointed in their lame son.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I like this. Again, we get like a little look into Kite Man's backstory a little bit. And it's like his parents are just like rich, snobby assholes, essentially. Who, yeah, like you said, they actually have superpowers and they just like kind of are ashamed of their son, Kite Man, because he doesn't actually have powers.
1: And they're super pumped about the idea that now they can have grandkids that have superpowers. Because Ivy has superpowers. Yeah,
0: and they, like, explain that to Ivy, basically. Like, oh, they are so excited that she has powers.
1: Yeah, they're like, hello, thank you for coming to be the baby factory for us. And it's like, Ivy's super uncomfortable.
0: And then Ivy does the right thing here, or the cool thing here, which I would say is an indicator that she... (laughs) actually loves Kite Man, you know? This is a good relationship. She, like, comes to Kite Man's defense and basically, like, totally throws Kite Man's parents under the bus.
1: They blame him for not getting a reservation at the restaurant, and really it was her fault. Like, she didn't do it. And she's like, that was me. He reminded me a bunch of times, and I just didn't do it. Like, he's a super compassionate partner, and he's supportive, and and you're a bunch of shitheads, basically.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah. I really like that. I like I like that they're building this relationship between Ivy and Kite Man as a serious relationship, in my opinion. Does
1: that make the whole um, love triangle better for you?
0: Exactly. Yeah. If it's a, a good relationship to tear apart. <laughs> I mean, the show is called Harley Quinn, so we can guess where this is going. But yeah, like I think there are is like a legitimate case the way these two relationships are presented, where. As of right now, I think Kite Man is the better choice. Now, it's not, like, the most interesting choice for the sake of the show, but if I'm just looking at who these people are and who's a better, like, life partner, Kite Man is better, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, that's fair. But, like, it's also, like, not what Ivy wants. Like, like, when he does his vows at the end of this and talks about what their life is going to be like together, she's just like, oh, okay, that sounds fine, I guess. Like, it's not her jam at all.
0: Yeah, and I don't have a problem with Ivy following her heart at the end of this, but let's not shit on Kite Man like he wasn't a, a good option. That's what I'm saying here.
1: Yes, I just don't like Kite Man. I'm sorry. Jesus. I don't.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so yeah, she's like she's like starts using the pair demons to like fight against Gotham and Gordon and all this stuff.
1: Yeah, she's basically winning, but Ivy comes in and talks her out of like destroying everything. Which actually, when she backs down, it causes Doctor Psycho to leave the crew. He's just like, "We finally we're doing some proper evil shit." What's wrong with you? And he leaves.
0: Yeah, Harley like breaks the scepter that she's using to control the parent demons, so the parent demons like stop attacking. But they don't like go back to the apocalypse dimension. They're like, they like yeah. Now stay. they
1: just live here they and do whatever the, the fuck they want, <laughs> which is kind of problematic.
0: Yeah, and I think at the end of this, I think the way she's convinced is. She, Ivy's like, Harley, like, this This isn't really what you want. And then Harley has this, like, moment where she's looking at Ivy and she realizes, like, she comes to the realization that her feelings for Ivy are actually very real.
1: Mm-hmm. Ivy's what she wants.
0: And that inspires her to, like, break the scepter and be like, yeah, I don't actually care about any of this stuff. I just want, like, she just wants to be with Ivy. And I think she's about to tell Ivy at the end yeah, of this. Yeah, she's
1: about to confess her feelings and then fucking Kite Man shows up.
0: I love shows that just drag out this like <laughs> this uh like admitting your love to people. <laughs> I just love that like tease feeling <laughs> of like, oh, they're about to admit it and then it's like, oh, but if they do admit it, then it like I don't want that tension to be released, you know mm,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> i like I love it she doesn't she gets interrupted by kite man, and he he shows up there as well, so then she feels bad about talking about it and doesn't mention it. And like you said, Psycho leaves the crew. He's had enough. He actually mm-hmm. wants to do evil shit and take over the Earth, essentially. So he's gonna run solo. And then here we go. This is this is this is they just cranking oh, out good content. Episode. They're just cranking out good content at this point.
1: <laughs> this next episode might be my favorite one. I think it's great. So Harley decides that well, she's not gonna tell Ivy, so she's gonna really throw herself into being the super supportive maid of honor for this fucking wedding.
0: So they're gonna have. Uh, bachelorette party weekend yeah on the wonder woman island the Mscara. they're like flying on wonder woman's invisible plane <laughs> to get to the island
1: <laughs> so many birds <laughs> just crash into this plane yeah
0: they make a bunch of uh invisible plane jokes and then i think they actually drive like an invisible car to the resort yes. which is i think i don't know if the invisible car is a thing but they just like made it a thing
1: but so for ivy who has no friends here are the people who are at her bachelorette party. We've got Harley, obviously. We have Mrs. Freeze, who, if you recall, recently they were responsible for killing her husband. Ivy's childhood bestie Jennifer, who's real uptight, and then Catwoman.
0: Yeah, Jennifer's just like a normal,
1: a normal human. Yeah, it might just be like a
0: mom or something. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's the weirdest group of people you could get together for a trip.
0: Yeah, so, like, Harley's going to act, like, really over-the-top, excited about everything and trying to get everybody hyped up and, like, uh, making sure everybody's having a good time.
1: Catwoman figures out immediately what's going on. She's just like, oh, you hooked up. Yeah. But I don't want to talk about it, but I know, and I need you to know that I
0: know. Yeah. Yeah, Catwoman has, like, this uh, sixth sense, I guess, about these (laughs) things. I, I don't know. But then, also, in this episode, Kite Man's having his bachelor party.
1: And I guess it's just bros hanging out on a boat, I think, yeah. is the plan.
0: The bachelor party is King Shark, Clayface, and uh, Frank the Plant. Those are the three people at Kite Man's bachelor party.
1: That's a solid party. That is
0: a pretty good group of guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they are just doing a puzzle, though.
0: <laughs> they're doing a puzzle on like a like a little boat out in the ocean. And I guess mm-hmm. they're supposed to be fishing or something, yeah. Uh, but then this whole side story with the, <laughs> the <laughs> Kite Man's bachelor party. Just becomes this like backstory for King Shark and how like he's supposed to marry some female shark.
1: Like it's ridiculous. Shark to like it's... unite the clans of sharks. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And there's a lobster that comes to like take him away, and it's very like Little Mermaid. Like this is clearly <laughs> Sebastian, and he sings him a song uh, to prove why he should come back to living in the sea. And his big selling point is that you can poop anywhere. <laughs> the world is your toilet when you're under
0: the sea it's like an exact little mermaid like spoof song of under the sea but it's just about how you can poop everywhere in the ocean and it's no big deal yep so yeah
1: king shark remains unconvinced a very (laughs)
0: silly side story that uh i don't think we need to talk about anymore but yeah
1: I mean, King Shark does get married by the end of this, so that's, I guess. that's something. It's
0: not important. But...
1: It's not, but it's great. I love it.
0: Yeah. All right, back to the bachelorette party, though. Uh, Harley's going to make all the food uh, vegan at this party, which I appreciate, because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Ivy.
1: And she does kind of um, bully all the women into pretending, at least, that they're having a good time. She, she goes a little over the top, yelling at them at some point.
0: Yeah. I, I wanted to say, though, it's like, is Ivy being vegan actually makes sense? It's, like, a little weird. It's almost like she should be, like, the other way around, where, <laughs> like, because she complains throughout the episode, like, like, at one point, like, Kite Man gets her flowers and she first sees the flowers and is like, oh, you thought, like, cutting a bunch of flowers and giving them to me would be something I would like?
1: It's like giving me a bunch of baby heads or something, right? Yeah.
0: And he's like, oh, don't worry, they're still in a pot or something like that.
1: Yeah, you're right. There are some redeemable features of Kite Man, I guess.
0: Ever since the first <laughs> half of the first episode, that Kite Man's in, Kite Man is great. The rest, for some reason he you don't a like him. real
1: bad first impression. He
0: did, but he's a quick learner. Kite Man. <laughs> I don't think he's as dumb as you're saying he is.
1: I don't know that it makes sense. Like, I, what would Poison Ivy eat?
0: Well, I think she, I think it would make sense for her to like eat animals.
1: But she's very much about the environment, and that's yeah. really good for the environment.
0: It would make sense if she like ate people. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah. People's probably the way to go.
0: Yeah. She can't eat, like, animals produced in animal agriculture, because that's, like, not good for the environment. So I guess she can't do that.
1: She should just have the power to, like, photosynthesize. Then she's fine. Yeah. She should be more plant.
0: I like that she's just vegan, and she's, like, reasonable about, like, oh, some plants are meant to be eaten. But it doesn't perfectly line up with how she, like, she likes to be a little bit, like, snarky with people who try to like be nice to her by giving her a plant but they Mm -hmm. like they like cut a piece of it off yeah something
1: yeah like anytime she uses her power to make them grow and fight things like she's putting plants in danger right like that's that wouldn't be great either yeah
0: that's true yeah yeah she just has a couple lines throughout the the series that make you think like oh she doesn't want any plants to die but i don't think that's actually the case she just is she likes to be confrontational with people because she doesn't like people (laughs) (laughs) yeah um uh, but eventually this, uh, this party is going to make its, <laughs> bachelor party's going to make its way to the strip club.
1: Yeah, because this is an island of only women because of Amazonians, but there is a nearby little island where they keep the man strippers. And that's where they
0: go. Is this Zeus on this island? Yes, yes It is yes. Zeus? Okay, I, yes. I was like, I was like, I don't think they would want to be anywhere near Zeus, but I guess they were just cool with it.
1: <laughs> I mean, Mrs. Freeze was very much cool with it.
0: Yeah, cuz we didn't get into it, but like earlier in the show like Zeus is like a um like a villain in one of the episodes and he's like supposed to be
1: He's like a motivational speaker about like be your best villain and Harley goes to him for advice when she's trying to get like henchmen and he's like oh, you're backstage in my dressing room after a show. Let me flip the sex light switch and go into, you're like, clearly we're going to hook up now. And, like, is gross at her.
0: Yeah. Way worse than Kite Man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: But, yeah, while they're at the strip job, uh, Harley and Ivy are going to get drunk. And then the very next moment, they wake up in the same bed together because they've slept together. Yeah. And Ivy is not happy.
1: Oh, no, no. She's, she... Has a big reaction to, oh, no, this can't have happened. Like, we can't talk about it. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave right now. I'm going to fly home. But she can't because the the invisible jet is somewhere else.
0: And even at this point, like, I feel like Ivy hasn't really showed to the audience that she's having much of a conflict with what she wants to do. Like, she's ending up in these situations with Harley. Mm Mm-hmm. Multiple times now, but we're not getting... I didn't get the sense that, like, oh, she is, like, on the fence about breaking it off with Kite Man, you know?
1: Yeah, but she also, I don't know, keeps allowing these situations to happen?
0: Yeah, it's unclear. Like, they remember everything that happened, so I guess they weren't, like, that drunk. Mm-hmm. What Ivy is thinking, like, throughout this part of the show, it's, like, a little confusing to me. But I think I just don't do a good job of illustrating it.
1: Well, she is... Like anybody she'd confide in would be Harley. And like she's gotta stick to her rule of like, no, never again. Like she can't like actually talk about if she's really conflicted or not.
0: Yeah, she doesn't have anybody to talk to about it, but like we don't even get like a little like an alone moment with her where we get like a facial expression that would indicate to the audience that she's Mm. yeah, I don't know. But yeah. Harley is gonna cheer her up because she's planned this (laughs) mission to do as part of the bachelor party to go kill some people that are being bad to the environment basically
1: basically this entire spa they've been enjoying like one of the amazons has like bewitched the queen or whatever and is planning on selling the whole thing off to lex Luthor and therefore destroying the environment of this beautiful island so ivy gets to do some eco-terrorism and she's like super jacked about it she's very excited
0: yeah and they succeed and they're gonna have a big party to celebrate
1: yeah, in true Amazonian fashion, they <laughs> celebrate with a fucking rager. Yeah, it's great. And then they hook up again.
0: And then they get drunk and hook up again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then I think here finally Ivy is showing a little like a little bit that she does like Harley more than just like a hookup. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Um and they're talking about what to do, and then Harley actually says I love you at the end of this episode, which Ivy does not reciprocate.
1: Yeah, she tells uh, Harley that she doesn't trust her.
0: Yeah, which is fair. Yeah. And she's going to still marry Kite Man at the end of this episode. And Harley, I wrote in my notes, is big sad.
1: Oh, yeah. This made me feel some feelings.
0: Yeah, I guess a little bit. I, I guess I guess I'm just like not necessarily um, identifying with Harley throughout the show. So
1: Yeah, you're identifying with freaking Kite Man.
0: <laughs> well, Kite Man and I- Ivy. Ivy more specifically. Uh, yeah. I say I'd, I'd more. And then I'll identify with Kite Man second before Harley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, big sad for Harley at the end of this episode.
1: Mm-hmm. And so in the next episode, what do you do when you're trying to get over being in love with your best friend? You go out on the town and try to hook up with somebody, which is Harley's big plan.
0: So she goes to like Wayne Tower, like a really fancy bar in Wayne Tower, I believe.
1: Like, it's apparently the only tower left, or the only bar left in Gotham that isn't, like, being actively destroyed by parademons all the time.
0: Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> but the bartender there is the Joker.
1: Burm, burm, burm. Still
0: good guy Joker. Yep. And then some, like, robbers are gonna, like, bust into uh, the bar and...
1: Create a hostage situation. Yeah,
0: and they're they're gonna, like, chain Harley to Joker. <laughs> coincidentally like there
1: are their hands are they're laying on the ground hands handcuffed together just face to face and she is miserable
0: yeah so harley is like forced to talk to the joker who doesn't remember who she is but he's like he's kind of saying stuff like i think i know you from somewhere and stuff like that so we're getting these hints that the joker is like having these memories kind of come back to him
1: yeah he says he's had some weird dreams since um he met her last time and they're they're not dreams they're like memories of stuff that happened before and every now and then he'll he'll start to laugh about something and it'll kick sort of into the joker laugh and she like tries to quick distract him so he doesn't go full joker
0: the first dream he describes is like literally the opening scene of the show yes like we were on a yacht and then batman showed up and then mm-hmm. whatever whatever so they're they're chained together handcuffed together uh but then they they're able to escape in like the air vents
1: So she's like got to drag him along the whole time while she's trying to escape because she can't get off the handcuffs. So it's it's that fun dynamic of normal dude who can't do anything. And then Harley, who's like trying to do gymnastics and beat the shit out of people.
0: Yeah. And the whole the whole kind of like progression in terms of uh, like Harley's character for this episode is like the Joker starts asking like personal questions (laughs) of Harley, basically. And Harley Mm -hmm. actually like starts talking about Ivy (laughs) with the Joker. (laughs) And then the Joker starts talking about his amazing girlfriend who he loves <laughs> and all this stuff and his
1: kids who are really her kids but they feel like his kids
0: yeah basically the joker throughout this whole conversation is going to like inspire harley to like not give up on ivy and yeah. like still go for it even though going into this harley's perspective was like oh ivy is with kite man and she wants to be with kite man so she was like kind of giving up on the situation and then we really by the end of this like it's really like the Joker is starting to really show that he has like a multi-personality and he's like his laughs are getting like longer and more joker like yeah
1: yeah he's coming back to the joker more and more
0: and then some big battle scenes are going to start coming up because the psycho and the riddler have started to work together psycho released yes. the riddler and the book was like super jacked and they do this funny thing that, like, now that he's super jacked, he's, like, dumber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he, like... His,
1: Riddlers, his riddles aren't very good. <laughs> yeah. and, and he's just, like, I don't know. No.
0: <laughs> kind of weird, but okay. And the Psycho just basically, like, he gets this, like, mind device. I don't really explain it, but he gets this, like, mind device that, like, enhances his powers.
1: He can control the parademons and have his own army.
0: Now, it's weird because Psycho has the ability to, like, control anybody as long as they're not... Too smart, I guess, is the idea. I guess, but I guess the parademons are like so dumb that he's allowed to control like a lot of them. Mm. They might be
1: some sort of hive mind situation, or like they're used to being like controlled by a single thing anyway. So maybe he's able to tap into whatever
0: that is, yeah. Because not only does he control the parademons, but he actually is gonna like hijack Clayface and and King Shark and control them too, yeah. So there's this big fight scene on top of Wayne Tower with. Harley and Good Guy Joker and Riddler and Psycho and all the people that he's mind-controlling are fighting against them.
1: Commissioner Gordon's there, too. Commissioner
0: Gordon is also there, yeah. Because he
1: was flying the bat plane around trying to capture parademons, because Batman still can't Batman.
0: But I think by the end of this, they just, like, escape. Gordon and Good Guy Joker and Harley escape in, like, one of the Bat
1: yeah, <laughs> vehicles or something. Cyborg-man had to sacrifice himself. So that also happened. (laughs) But so by the end of this, Harley decides that they need the Justice League back to defeat Dr. Psycho and all the parademons. So like the last place the storybook was seen was when Joker was teamed up with Queen of Fables. So she realizes she needs him to have his memories back and needs to turn him into the proper Joker again to find it. So she throws him in some acid.
0: But there's also this whole idea that like the Joker has inspired her to not give up on Ivy. But also she's like kind of seeing like the kind of like the great life you can have being a like a good guy essentially. Mm. Because now that she's seeing Joker, and I think what she decides to do to win Ivy back is like she's gonna start cleaning up all the messes that she's been making throughout the series. Yeah, and one of those messes that she did was bring
1: all these parademons over
0: the parademons but also like the stuff she did with queen of fables which allowed the justice league to get trapped in the Mm. book and so she's going to take responsibility for the justice league not existing anymore and like she's going to go try to release them is the idea yep so harley is going to put joker back in the chemicals and bring him back to his normal self in order for him to get the memories of where the book is uh so joker is back at the end of this. Yeah. Evil Joker's back. Okay. Dr. Psycho is taking over Gotham with the parademon horde. Mm-hmm. We get like a flashback here of like, because when the Joker turns back evil, he's still able to remember all the stuff that he did while he was good Joker.
1: And he's a little embarrassed about his suburban life that he was leading. Yeah.
0: Through. We get like a flashback of everything he went through as good Joker. Uh But after Ivy slept with Harley the second time, and she's starting to have feelings as well for harley the way that she chooses to deal with it is like she starts going full throttle into the wedding and she just wants to get married like as fast as possible
1: (laughs) yeah so they're like planning out what the venue's gonna look like or whatever and they're outside and these parademons are swooping in and like stealing their wedding planner and like destroying everything and he wants uh kite man wants to like delay things and she's like no it's
0: happening (laughs) yeah it's kind of like a dumb trope where like like, like Ivy getting married to Kite Man won't change anything about the love triangle, but, like, mm-hmm. I there's this idea that, like, oh, marriage is, like, so binding.
1: <laughs> yeah, then the decision will be made, and, you know, it'll be too late.
0: Yeah, it's kind of dumb. But again, her, like, I think still her, like, biggest fear, like we learned earlier, is Harley, but she's also in love with Harley, so she's, like, trying to run away by getting this marriage done.
1: Mm -hmm. And if nothing else, Kite Man's pretty reliable, which is, is the opposite of what she's scared of. So Harley convinces the Joker to go get the book by saying she put a bomb in his head, which I don't know why anyone believes that. But she basically forces him to go talk to that suburban mom who was his girlfriend. And there's a big fight there because she's just like, what do you mean I was dating the Joker? Which, you know, would be a traumatic thing to find out. But yeah, she throws the book at them and then the book gets lost and they have to go find the book again. But hey, in the end, it's not actually the book and they have to go back to his girlfriend again. And by this point, like while they're going through Joker's like remembering the nice things about his suburban life and and like maybe he really is in love with this woman and he can't just throw it away. And it's it's more of a some of it's rubbing it in Harley's face, like just like, mm, you know, if you were ever in love, you'd know what it was like or, yeah, you know. But some of it is also, like, getting through to her, too. Like, yeah, you can't let go of this shit. Like, yeah, I'm going to go talk to her later, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, the Joker is actually going to get back together with his
1: <laughs> yep. the
0: girlfriend. He says, like, oh, he still plans to be the Joker, but only outside of his relationship <laughs> or something. Yeah,
1: During work hours, I guess. <laughs>
0: I think that's the status of the Joker when we leave. <laughs> this is, this, like, this is the last Joker update we're going to get, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's just going to
0: be with this normal woman. <laughs> okay. So we'll see where that ends up in season three. Mm -hmm. But also Psycho is going to like make a deal with Darkseid to kill Harley because Darkseid is mad at Harley for not falling through on.
1: Taking over the earth.
0: Yeah. So he says like, oh, if you kill Harley for me, then I'll give you the power to take over earth. So Psycho is like, he's trying to take over the planet.
1: And he manages to get to Ivy and mind control her. And he sends her to kill Harley. And also the Justice League is saved. They get out of that book.
0: Also, Batman is back in this episode. He's fully recovered. Yes, he's
1: finally able to Batman again.
0: Yeah. Psycho Mike controls Ivy, and so basically he's going to force Harley to fight against Ivy, which is a whole emotional situation. I have heard that Harley was about to admit her love to Ivy again. This happened in this episode. Oh, before she realized that she was mind controlled, she was about to do it again. And I was like, oh, such a tease. I love this. <laughs> again, <laughs> again. I like this. Oh, so good. Yeah, so there's going to be like a whole big battle scene in the next episode.
1: Yeah, a lot of Justice League like almost killing Ivy because she's standing in their way while they're on their way to Dr. Psycho. Um, I think Kite Man rescues Harley at some point, And they're like sort of a little team up of like, yeah, we got to save Ivy. So that's nice.
0: This was like the most action involved episode. But yeah, yada yada, it's going to lead to, like, them going back to the mall, and Ivy's still being mind-controlled, but Harley and Dr. Psycho are, like, all in the same room now, and also Darkseid has showed up, and he's, like, he's telling, like, Psycho, oh, time's up, but then Psycho's like, wait, they're here, like, they're about to fight each other, isn't this so evil? So Darkseid, like, sticks around to watch the fight between Harley and Ivy. <laughs>
1: But Kite Man also showed up with the anti mind control devices to try to like save the situation.
0: Yeah, that's there's a little like, um, like they need to come up with a way why Dr. Psycho like, can't mind control Kite Man and Harley and everybody else. So they like, yeah, they do this weird thing where they, they come up with a device to, to block it. But uh, Kite, so Kite Man, <laughs> Kite Man gets to the scene and he has a great idea. This guy's he's a smart, he's smart, this one.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: This is actually a good idea. Don't don't slam this guy. <laughs> he was like, you know what always works? True love. And so he like grabs Ivy as she's like still being mind controlled and he kisses her. But
1: And she punches him in the face.
0: Yeah, it doesn't work. She gets he gets punched in the face and he's out now for the fight. He's knocked out. And then Harley and Ivy are gonna have a serious showdown mm-hmm. between each other. And then at some point in the fight, Ivy's like, you know what? That kite man guy had a good idea. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Harley kisses her.
0: And Ivy comes out of the trance and is no longer being controlled.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: True love wins, Sarah.
1: Yeah, not Kite Man.
0: Yeah, but it was Kite Man's idea. So don't tell me it's a bad idea. <laughs> okay. Okay. He, They literally would not have saved Ivy here <laughs> if it weren't for Kite Man.
1: But yeah, so together they can easily defeat Psycho. Huzzah, the day is won.
0: And then fortunately Darkseid is like, impressed by harley by the end of this fight
1: so he's like hey you want to control the earth
0: i don't know if he was impressed by the kiss or what he was
1: <laughs> just the how she handled herself the whole way through
0: yeah so he's like i will let you be the ruler of earth but harley's like nah i'm good <laughs> and then he's like he doesn't immediately take it on, on them but he kind of like foreshadows that like he's a little upset about it and might come back oh, later yeah.
1: he's like You've made an enemy today. I'm annoyed. I
0: don't know if Darkseid is a thing that's going to be like a bigger thing going forward in the show or not. But it's we'll see. And Harley has a quote that she says to uh, Darkseid when she's declining the offer. But she's like, I don't even know if I'm a bad guy anymore. Yeah. Harley is really coming all the way around here.
1: Yeah.
0: With her character. Becoming extremely likable finally, Sarah. <laughs> Which they need to do. They need to do this. Yeah, they need to do this. If Ivy's if Ivy's gonna switch, it better be believable. So I I appreciate this level of uh, uh, effort that the show is putting in.
1: And then Harley makes a big speech again, and before Ivy can respond, like Kite Man wakes up because he had been punched in the face, and uh, Doctor Psycho, you know, he's a dick, and he's been tooling around in uh, Ivy's head, so he's able to project the memory of of them hooking up. And he 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 projects it, like, in the sky, like, in front of all of Gotham. So everybody knows that they've been boning. Yeah. Dr. Psycho's petty.
0: So now Kite Man knows. And I wrote in yep. my notes, sad Kite Man.
1: Yes, Kite Man, sad.
0: <laughs> but even after this, in the next episode, Ivy is still trying to marry Kite Man. Yep. I think we're on the final episode, finally.
1: We are. So now Dr. Psycho... The Riddler and Harley are all back in Arkham and Ivy and Kite Man are going forward
0: with their wedding. And you would think, oh, Kite Man should be pissed at Ivy, but in order to, in order to win Kite Man back, Ivy just goes and kills Condiment King in his wife.
1: <laughs> so that way they can have the wedding venue he wants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I think she gets, like, Frank just to, like, eat them. Like, <laughs> in, like, yes. one bite.
1: It's like, this is this man's great nemesis you know like he's theoretically put a lot of effort into fighting him and having trouble (laughs) defeating him and she's literally playing on her phone while she has her pet plant eat him yeah he's so out of his league (laughs) like he can't compete with this woman
0: that doesn't matter it doesn't make it a bad relationship that they're not in the same level professionally (laughs) i was a little sad to see condiment king go
1: (laughs) i was not
0: Oh, no. Condiment gang.
1: Because if there's anybody I like less than Kite Man, it's condiment gang. <laughs> no, Kite Man's really not that bad. I just
0: like to be mean. <laughs> Kite Man better be his thing in season three. Kite Man better not be going anywhere in this show. He's great. But uh, Gotham is, like, kind of back to normal now? Yeah. Like, we're kind of back to where we are. Like, Gordon is back. Justice League is back. Batman is back.
1: Presumably they're back part of the United States again, so they've got, you know trade and food coming in and out or whatever
0: yeah i guess because they don't actually kill harley but
1: she's in arkham oh she is in
0: arkham yeah okay you're right that's why she had to go i was wondering like why is she in arkham i I thought she just kind of like gave herself up because she was depressed which maybe be what happened but she she actually had to go to arkham in order like for gotham to come be go back to normal so that makes sense two-face is also in arkham he's not dead so the the whole idea in arkham is uh harley's like super depressed and like not very motivated
1: And Frank and King Shark and Clayface show up to break her out to go to the wedding. And she's just like,
0: nope. What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. But Two-Face gives Gordon an idea to, like, bust Ivy's wedding. Because basically, like, a bunch of, like, the villains in the city are going to be there. Because Gordon's still a little, like, uh, his story is that, like, he's not getting the credit he deserves, kind of. The mayor of the city hasn't, like, acknowledged that he was a big part of the rescue mission in Gotham. Yeah
1: everybody else got a key to the city but he did not
0: yeah so he's still on like a mission to get validated for his heroics um so and two-face realizes this so he gives him the idea to like bust ivy's wedding and be like a big hero who captures all all these villains that are going to be there and then after he talks to gordon he goes to harley and is like tells harley that gordon is gonna like mess up ivy's wedding in order to like get harley motivated to break break out out of arkham yeah Yeah. and yada yada it works (laughs) and now they're out (laughs) of arkham already (laughs) yes so harley's gonna like basically go over to the wedding and she's like trying to figure out like is gordon there like what's going on did like 2 Face even tell her the truth kind of thing and at first she's gonna run into kite man and this is (laughs) first awkward interaction (laughs) that she's gonna have yes
1: and she's like still supposed to be like the maid of honor in this wedding, which is also very awkward.
0: We find out later that like Kite Man doesn't really want her to be there. So I don't know if she was really supposed to be there, but there was never like an official telling her not to come because she was in Arkham anyway.
1: <laughs> well, I think um, when King Shark and Clayface try to break her out, they're like, Ivy still wants you to come. So at the very least, that information was somewhere.
0: Oh, Okay. But this interaction between Kite Man and Harley is, like, Kite Man is, like, obviously, like, struggling with seeing her. And Mm -hmm. you can tell that Kite Man is also now struggling with the whole situation of the love triangle. Yeah. (laughs) I love this stuff here. (laughs) Uh, And then Harley's going to run into Ivy. And Ivy's going to have a very similar kind of interaction where she's struggling to see Harley as well. And she actually decides to tell Harley to leave. And she thinks she's like being crazy, and she thinks that Harley is about to just like ruin her wedding, like out of selfishness and paranoia or whatever the reason is. Mm-hmm.
1: And like this little speech she gives her, it almost sounds like she's saying like uh, we probably shouldn't be around each other like at all anymore. You know, it's it feels bigger than just leave the wedding.
0: Yeah, it's more than yeah. It's like almost like a permanent breakup of friendship entirely. So again, Harley sad, very sad, big sad. But she's about to finally give up and leave, but she, like, picks up a flower on the way out, and then when she leaves, she smells it, and it's like, oh, wait, this is a plastic flower. And she immediately puts together, like, okay. Something is wrong. There's no way Ivy would have plastic flowers at her wedding. So, like, she hasn't been able to find any hint of Gordon yet, because <laughs> the audience gets to see that Gordon is actually, like, dressed up as the, what you call it? The, the priest. Uh, The priest, yeah, that's going to, like, do the ceremony, but he has, like, a different beard, so Harley isn't able to recognize him.
1: She does try to attack a different man with a mustache, though. Yeah.
0: So it inspires Harley to come back, and she's not going to give up. She knows Gordon is still trying to ruin the wedding, and she still wants to be there for Ivy with whatever she wants, even though it's Mm -hmm. not her that she's choosing right now.
1: She's actively trying to make sure that Ivy marries this guy. You know
0: what, Sarah? I'm liking this Harley Quinn character, you know? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh finally nice <laughs> she's
0: she's she's turned it around here Yeah. so yeah she's eventually gonna like see a guy like somebody that she's like there's no way this is not a police officer and she is able to like expose the fact that the police are there
1: but like right before this kite man is able to get his vows out and he's just like yeah we're gonna pop out a couple of kids and like make some chili and sit on the couch and this is our life And Ivy's like, oh, no, what have I gotten myself into? This was a mistake. It's all cracking for her now.
0: But the police are actually going to be able to, like, use gas to, like, take down all the supervillains at this wedding, essentially. Yes. Except Harley was able to get a gas mask on, like, before. So she's the only one left.
1: And she found a rocket launcher somewhere. Kind of forget how that happened. But she, like, rockets a hole in the roof and then the gas is able to escape and everybody can wake up again
0: yeah she saves everybody essentially and then once all the villains are back awake like it starts this full-on villains versus cops fight
1: big fight
0: but while this fight's going on harley and ivy and kite man are all going to be like hiding together and they have this like whole emotional moment where harley is like hey i'm actually like a ordained what do you on
1: the internet just for this event.
0: Yeah, so she she had, like, she was, like, the good, like, bridesmaid of, like, she had backup plans if things went wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. And she's like, here, we're still, like, at the corn factory. Let, let's do this. We're you married right now. Yeah, like, in the
0: middle of this fight, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, like, Ivy still sort of going with it, even though she had that moment where she saw her future and didn't like it. She's like, okay, let's do it. And Kite Man's just like, no stop it this is too much
0: kite man and finally the one to say we have to not do this yeah yeah and it's not for him though still sarah he says he still wants to marry ivy but he knows that she doesn't and that's why he calls it off so this is a pretty stand-up guy
1: yes but also like it's in his benefit to not marry a person who's not going to love him like
0: you know it's not a completely selfless I can't believe how harsh you are on this guy. It's unbelievable.
1: Just saying that like not like not marrying a person who doesn't love you is does not get you the biggest start. It's it's also self-serving to a certain extent.
0: I like like the idea that you love somebody so much that their happiness precedes yours, you know?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. I, I
0: think that's very admirable. And that's how I took this moment. Okay. <laughs> He flies away, Mm -hmm. and now it's just Harley and Ivy, and they escape together in a car, and Ivy admits to Harley that she loves her back.
1: And then they kiss and ride off into the sunset while they're being chased by cops.
0: The end of season two.
1: (laughs) But it does literally say the end, but then they throw on a question mark because they're being snarky.
0: Okay, I didn't didn't actually notice that. (laughs) Oh, man, that was fun. That was really long.
1: It was a lot. It was a big undertaking.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh so what what are you looking for in season 3 of this show? Um, what do you, what do you want to see?
1: I want to see them doing some environmental terrorism.
0: Oh, okay. That would be good.
1: Some smooching and <laughs> just, just
0: hooking up with each other. That's what you want to see.
1: I would like to see them happy and in love while they save the planet. And also I want Bane to come back yes <laughs> and some more frank time would be good i like frank
0: maybe we need a love triangle with bane involved that'd be great <laughs>
1: <laughs> i would watch that
0: <laughs> uh i don't know if i what i want to see specifically but i i definitely want kite man to still be in the show like i i like this guy
1: oh there there's gonna be some quality awkward interactions like i think that that's what he'd be good for
0: there better be a continuation of this and then hopefully like some other character Will come along, you know. You know what? What if uh, like Kite Man and Catwoman end up together? That'd be great, right?
1: Talk about a match that makes no sense.
0: Jeez, dude, Kite Man's a great guy. He any any woman be lucky to have him in my he opinion. He's not
1: the kind of guy that Catwoman would go for.
0: I know, but that's why it would make it so uh, adorable <laughs> for her to like see the goodness in him, or whatever.
1: Mm. I don't <laughs> think she wants goodness though.
0: That woman's like only weakness is that she can't fly though, you know. They could oh. do some serious heisting together with their oh, powers that's combined.
1: That's true.
0: He just like flies over, drops her off, she steals it and then he picks her up and leaves. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> team.
1: <laughs> great heisting team does not make for a great romance though. I know, but it, it's just, it
0: could it could trigger the situation to be near each other. That's true. There's which, this potential is the key ingredient in all romantic
1: collections. Yes. Proximity.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I am very excited for season three of the show. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. What are we going to do next time, Sarah?
1: I don't know. What are we going to do next time? This is the part where I just get told what we're going to do next time because you've come up with a good timely idea.
0: Oh, I don't have any, I'm out of plans. (laughs) Oh, I'm out of plans that are um, uh, time sensitive. So. Uh, I believe it's your turn to decide what we want.
1: Really? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, for we're real. Ten episodes in, and I get to pick it. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Ghost. We're gonna watch Ghost, the BBC version, the first two episodes.
0: First two episodes. Okay.
1: Yes, because like the first episode's kind of like set up, but the second episode gets into like what the show really is. You know.
0: Yeah, I got you. What streaming service is it available on?
1: This is available on HBO Max.
0: HBO Match. Oh, perfect. That's what Harley was on.
1: And yeah, they're they're 20-30 minute episodes. Little shorties. So it's not going to be a big investment. Do you want to
0: give a high-level description of this show for anybody that didn't hear us talk about it many episodes ago? <laughs>
1: uh, sure. So a woman and her husband inherit an old fancy house and it's full of ghosts.
0: But it's a comedy, right?
1: But yes, it's a comedy. Okay. Um, So they're like ghosts from different time periods and they're all like stuck there because that's where they died and something happens and she can suddenly see ghosts. So she becomes aware of all the ghosts in their, their old, old house.
0: The ghosts are like, they are the form of humans.
1: Oh yeah. They're just like normal people pretty much.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's not, there's nothing scary about these ghosts. Oh
1: no, this is not scary at
0: all. Okay. Great. I'm in.
1: (laughs) I think it'll be a good time. Yeah. Excited.
0: Okay. Where, Can people contact us, Sarah, if they want to? Let us know any thoughts that they have about the show.
1: You can email us at keepwatchingpod at gmail.com. That's keepwatchingpod. You can tweet at us at keepwatchingpod. You can Instagram at us at keepwatchingpod. uh, Or you can leave a comment on YouTube at keepwatchingpod.
0: Awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.
1: Bye.